that you will sell to the public and ask them for a donation is a donation of $5, and this will be a $100 gas card. We'll have a drawing for a $100 gas card. Anybody knows how how high gas is here lately? So, so, so if you want to buy all these tickets, and you know, you know, hey, that's up to you. It's all right. But we do ask the church family to to do your best, please. If if you can't sell it, then go in your pocketbook, go in your wallet, and pull out the money. Amen. It's for a good cause. Amen. It's it's for the broadcast because you can never put a price on the word of God. Amen. Now, come the fall, what you see in the back will be another one for the youth, for the children. Those are desks for kids uh, in, in the fall. We'll do that when we do the school supplies that we give out. So we'll have two fundraisers going on. But you can see what that looks like. If you have any questions, please ask me, amen? Any questions, ask me after service, amen? And come on, y'all, let's give God a hand clap of praise for the praise team this morning, amen? Amen. Now, 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 we need to hear from God. Ready to hear from heaven, amen? All right, so without further ado, we're going to hear from heaven, um, look beyond the man, he looks nice this morning, don't he? And looks we got, I'm messing with him. He, he, he said, go on. Okay. <laughs> he looks very nice. So look beyond that and hear what God has to say. Amen. Because all that's temporal, but God's word is eternal. So we just bless and praise God for that. One more time, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Testing one, two, three. Can y'all hear me out there okay? It's good to see everybody this morning. God bless y'all. It's good to see uh, the extended family. Uh, what's y'all last name? The Williams family. God bless y'all. Have y'all had a chance to introduce yourselves yet? Have you had a chance to introduce yourselves yet? To the, okay, good. We don't want anybody to feel left out. When they come through the door, we're all a part of the same family. Amen? Amen. Crystal sister, amen. What's your, what's her name? Renika. Renika, you got anything you want to say before we start the uh, this sermon? Amen. Okay. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once again, Lord, for bringing us together. For giving us the time to spend together at this appointed time that you have given us here on earth. Father, we thank you. And Father, we love you, and Father, we thank you for the fellowship also. But most of all, Father, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, dying for us and our sins. And God, we thank you, Lord, and as we go forth in this word today, Father, we ask that the hearts and minds uh, be clear and the eyes be opened in the spirit realm as to what you're trying to relay unto us. So Father, we thank you, Father, as we teach this word this morning. We just ask, Lord, that you will be with us, that you will guide us. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, let the church say amen. Amen. Audio, video, five, four, three, two, one. We are live. Let's go to the book of uh, Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 is where we're going to begin. I want you to hold your place there when you get there because I want to show you some things. The title of this message today is The Broken Body. Once again, the 
title of this message is The Broken Body. When you get to Philippians, the second chapter, will you say amen so that we can proceed? Amen. amen. I want you to hold your place there because in the book of 1 Corinthians 11 verse 24, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 24, Jesus is speaking through the uh, Apostle Paul. And he says, this is my body which was broken for you. Once again, the title of this message is The Broken Body. We are in Philippians chapter 2. Hold your places there. 1 Corinthians, once again, 11.24 tells us that this is my body, which was broken for you. I want that to sink deeply into your mind before we go any further. Because if you miss that point this morning, then you're going to miss what the revelatory knowledge that God has to bring forth to us this morning. Amen? The broken body. Now, many times when we hear about that scripture, this is my body which was broken for you, we tend to think no further than Jesus Christ. Correct? Come on, you talk to me. Amen? That, 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 that's where we usually think. That's where we usually start when we read it. And that's where we usually end up with it, right? God has a revelation for you. And there is a responsibility in a revelation. Do you understand that? Amen. Amen. Now, the Word of God says that this is my body which was broken for you. And John 12, verse 24, now stay where I told you in Philippians, hold your place. But John 12, verse 24 says, unless a kernel of corn or a kernel of wheat fall to the ground and die, it does what? It abideth alone. But if it falls to the ground and it dies, it bringeth forth what? Much fruit. Amen? Much fruit. Not some fruit, but much fruit. Somebody say much fruit with me. Much fruit. So it starts out just one kernel of coin. Philippians chapter 2 is where we are. That's the main text. It starts out as simply... A single kernel of corn. But when it falls to the ground and it dies, it brings forth much fruit. That's the word of God, right? Romans 8.29 tells us that Jesus Christ is the firstborn. He's that kernel of many brethren. He's the firstborn of many brethren. Romans 8.29 tells us. Same thing as that unless a seed falls to the ground. And dies, it abides alone. But when it falls to the ground and dies, it brings forth what? Much fruit. Say it one more time. Much fruit. And a tree is known by the fruit it bears. Amen? Now watch what God is trying to tell us. Because here we've got to understand that he says, this is my body, which was broken for you. Who's the body? Who's the body? Church. Church. Man, that's right. 
So it ain't just Jesus no more. Because he's the firstborn of many brethren. Now you see it's us. In a revelation comes a responsibility. So God says now, I want you to die to yourself. Because when you die to yourself, you too become the body. When you allow Jesus Christ to save your soul, now you too become the body. Which was broken for you. So you see what we go through in life with each other. We go through it for one another because my breaking helps you and your breaking helps me. This is my body which was broken for you. Say it. This is my body which was broken for one another. Amen. 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 So you see it ain't just Jesus. We're the body. He's the head now. You understand what's going on here now? See, he's the head. Now we are the body, right? And it was broken for who? One another. For you. So you see, it ain't singular no more. So every time somebody gets saved, they come into what's known as the body. They get saved by being broken, right or wrong. You didn't come to Jesus Christ because you wanted to come. You came to Jesus Christ because life had dictated itself to you and you had to come. Because you didn't have nowhere else, else to go that could do you any good. So, so, so ain't no need in playing no games up in here. What's real is real. You only come to Jesus through your suffering. That's what bring you to Jesus. So the Bible tells us here that this is my body, my body, which was broken for you. You see, Revelation takes you from the singular into the eternal. It gives you a vision of what the thing really is all about. And that's what House of Destiny here is all about. It's about teaching you the eternal vision of God. We don't do all the hype. We don't do all the tell your neighbor. We don't do that here. What we do here is we teach the kingdom of God in a mystery so that you can grow up and you can understand what it is that God has for each and every one of us. Because the word of God says that he's made us the head and not the tail. And if he's made us the head and not the tail, then it's time for us to start acting like we the head. It's time for us to do that. Now watch this word here. Isaiah, go there with me, 57, 15. Isaiah, 57, 15. Isaiah 57, 15 tells us that thus saith the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is Holy. Somebody say holy. You got to be holy. You gotta, we got to learn to be holy with this thing, you know. Now, he says, now, I dwell in the high and the lofty places with those that are of a contrite and a humble spirit. The word contrite there means to be broken. God dwells with those of us who've been broken and humbled in this thing. So now, as I said before, we are that body that has been broken 
And every time somebody comes into the area of God through salvation, they come by way of brokenness. And the Bible tells us that this is my body, which was broken for you. So you see what we go through once again, as I reiterate the fact that what we go through, we go through for one another. The suffering, the pain, the joy, all of it that you go through, you go through it, not just for yourself, but for one another. We got too many, we got too many selfish Christians. In the body of Christ, you see. We got too many selfish Christians just running around hollering, I'm going to get mine and I ain't going to worry about it no way. But that's not God's way. That's not God's way. God's way is that we love one another and that we be there for one another and that we share with one another and that we love one another and that we care for one another. You know, this is what God's way is. Now watch this word in Philippians chapter 2, the main text which I explicitly told you to hold fast to. Watch this word in chapter 2, Philippians, verse 1. It said, If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ. That word consolation there means help. If there's going to be any help in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit if any bowels and mercies that word bowels there mean inward affections but if that's going to be any help from God we've got to understand that we're going to have to come outside of ourselves and be a unit a unit not someone who's renegade but people that are willing if this thing is going to work called the body of Christ. We're going to have to come under the authority of it. We're going to have to come under the ordinations of it. We're going to have to do the way God tells us to do it. Submit yourself to the one another and submit yourself to those that have rule over you because in God's house, there is no room for renegades. Amen. Amen. I say it again. In God's house, there's no room for renegades. You, You understand what I'm saying? So the word of God does everything in a decent and in an orderly fashion. Amen. And with the kind of people and with the kind of uh, uh, potency that God has placed in House of Destiny International Ministry, we cannot afford to do things in a cheap way. We cannot afford to do things out of order. So everything got to be in order. And if it ain't in order, we get it in order, right? That's what our job is to do, right? Because we are of an excellent spirit. You understand what I'm saying? What others do, we're not concerned with that. What we do, we do it by the book. We go by the book. This is what we do. You know, if God say do it, we don't take votes to get it done. No, we don't do that. What we do is we go by the word of God. Amen? Amen? Amen. Lord, we're on the same page here. Now, if, if we're going to have any help from God, then there are going to be some things we got to do. First thing we got to do, and we, we've just been taught, is that we're the body which has been broken for one another. That's the first thing. But watch this in verse 2. Philippians 2, 2, it says, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be what kind of minded? Like-minded. What does like-minded mean to you? 
One mind. A billy goat got his own mind. Sheep got one mind. One mind. We do things in a, what kind of way? Decent and orderly fashion. That's how we do things. We, in order, it, because the Bible say, if we don't do it like that, well, we can't get no help from God. So, so, so see, this is what messed up Israel. Israel allowed Achan to come into camp. And when Achan came into camp, see, Achan got not only himself killed, but he got his family killed too. But he also got Israel and a lot of them killed too. Because Achan didn't want to follow the instruction. You understand what I'm saying, church? You understand what I'm saying? See, we have to follow God's way. If we're going to get help. How many of y'all want help from the Lord? Amen. The reason I got saved is because I needed some help from the Lord. I don't know about you now. But the reason I got saved is because I need help from the Lord. Now, in order for me to get help from the Lord, there is a certain way that I have to do it in order to get it done, right or wrong. Amen. If any other kind of way, the Bible says a thief and a robber. Oh. Amen? Amen? So there's a certain ordinance to this thing. He's teaching it to us now. He said, first of all, if you're going to get anything from me, any help whatsoever, you got to be joyful and you got to be like-minded. And you got to have the same love. Wow. Amen. And then it says you got to be in how many accords? One. How many is one? One body. One means one. All over the world. You can put that number up and they, they, they know what it means. God know what it means too. So God knows when one ain't one. He knows people. He knows it when one ain't one in your family. Hear me now. Hear me. And if you ain't one in your family, how you gonna be one at church? Come on. Preach now. Hello. You know why we got so many divorces and wrecked houses? Because they don't want to come under submission of the order of God. They want to do it their way. The women don't want to take their part where they're supposed to submit to their husband. And the husband don't want to take their part as the head because they can only be the head through the, through the leadership of Christ. That's why, you got, that's why you got families all messed up. That's why you got everybody don't want to kill each other every time you turn, turn on the television. Somebody doesn't kill somebody. You know? Nobody wants to be one with this thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's just pitiful. That's pitiful. Because you shouldn't have to be like that, you see. See, we make our own life difficult. Because we don't want to be like-minded in one. If you can't be like-minded, first of all, this is the house of God right here, okay? Amen. And Jesus said a house divided. I taught y'all this before. Can't stand, right? Now, if you jacked up, if you in division with yourself, a double-minded man can't... Ain't, ain't nothing happening. So everywhere you go, you're going to call double-mindedness because you're double-minded. Right. Am I in the house? Right. I mean, I know I'm preaching truth up in here to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so now, you being messed up inside and you don't know who you are because you won't believe who God say you are, you keep trying to decide who you are by the world's standards. But God say you this. But no, but they don't think I'm that. Well, who cares? You know, 
who cares about that? That's crazy. You know, but here's the word. The word says, now, if a house divided can't stand. So you see, all division starts from within. When it comes from within, then now, how you, if you're out of order with yourself, then you're going to be out of order with whoever it is that's with you, your mate. If things ain't right with you, how things going to be right with your mate? And I in the house up in here. You know what I'm saying? The Bible says that, 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 that the, 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 the labor of two is better than one. You know what I'm saying? So, so God is trying to, and, and a threefold card can't easily be broken. Especially when you got God in it. See, it's you, it's her, and then God. And you got that thing twined together. You can't lose. You can't lose. If you lose, then check your resume. If things ain't going right in your life, check your resume. And then when you check your resume and you see the errors that you made, then you need to get it right. Don't be crying to the preacher because the preacher can't help you. Only God can help you. All I can do is give you the word of God. What you do with it after that is up to you. Understood? Understood, world? What you do with this word is up to you after I give it to you. My hands are clear after I give you the word of God. It doesn't matter whether you're in Africa, Europe, Germany, America. It don't make no difference. Wherever you're listening to this word. Because, you see, that's another thing that this assembly here don't, don't, don't ever think that I'm just, that you so important that I'm just talking to you. No, I'm talking to the world. You see them, you see them things right there? Them things are going out yonder. So, so don't think, so don't, 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 don't let it, don't get to tripping thinking that the word is just singling you out. No, you're just getting hit. That's the word finding you. Hey, yeah, that's just the word finding you. You know what I'm saying? So don't be tripping up in here. You're tripping up in here, oh, he talking about you. You really ain't that important. Not when we got all them other folk out there, but you know what I'm saying? You really, you ain't so important that all I got to do is get a message for you. You understand what I'm saying? So don't, don't, don't get personal. Don't, don't, don't let that do that to you. Don't let, don't, don't, don't do that. Just, just, just don't do that. Cause you know folk will trip. Yeah, they'll trip. He talking about me. Ain't nobody ain't studying about you. I'm just giving you a word. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you know I'm cutting timber and you sitting there standing up under the, where the tree going to fall. Get out of the way. You heard me holler timber, huh? Huh? I mean timber. I'm coming. Amen? Amen? You going to stand there and get hit. Now you hit me with the tree. No, I didn't hit you with the tree. You stood there and got hit by the tree. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. It says here that also in verse 2 of Philippians 2 that we got to be of one mind. It keeps bringing all that up together. Because Hebrew 10.25 tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together like some have an error from the faith. See, that's another thing that gets you jacked up. And then you wonder why things don't go right with you. Things ain't going to never go right with you as long as you keep playing game with yourself because you sure ain't playing game with God. Amen. You just play. You just playing game with your own crazy self. You know what I'm saying? That that's all you doing. You know? Didn't the word just say one body? Didn't it say this is my body which was broken for you? 
that means that we're broken for each other. Now, 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 how can we get the benefit of one another if we're not here to receive from what? Oh, y'all don't want to hear me now. See, see, I'm just trying to tell you now. You see, I'm telling you where you're going wrong. You can't do this thing two weeks and then back up. No, you got to go all the way to the end, people. How many times do you need to hear that? How many times are you going to keep getting your head busted before you understand that you don't start this thing and stop? You don't do this thing when you want to do it. You do this thing the way God tells you to do it. When are we going to learn as Christians that we can't do it like that? Hallelujah. And then we wonder why ourselves are all messed up and our finances and our home and our relationship. Even the dog is messed up. Because we messed up. We done put the spirit of our own insanity into the dog. Now how, how, how are we going to win? When we're supposed to be one. I don't feel like it. Well, what you going to do when it comes time to die? You going to feel like it then? What you, what you going to tell them? You going to tell death you don't feel like Trying to save your souls up in here. You going to tell death? Yeah, God going to get tired of you not feeling like it. And he going to send death at you. And then when death come, tell death, I don't feel like it. And see what death will do. Bible say ain't no discharge at that wall. In other words, you ain't got no say-so in it. When I come to pick you up, swing low, sweet chariot. When I come to pick you up, Ain't no need in talking. Talking's over. Roll call. You better hear what I'm saying. Could be today. Could be today. Don't think just because you're breathing now, you might be breathing. I'm hoping we're all breathing later, but it could be today. I pray not. Just trying to wake you up. This is my body which was broken for you. All that I went through was broken for you. All that you went through was broken for me. That's why the Bible tells us to confess our sins among one another so that we might be healed. You see, this is my body which was broken for you. But you see, the church is so judgmental and so self-righteous that you can't even tell them about how you really feel about things because they're there to kill you if they see you in your nakedness. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Let me get on back up here. So the word of God goes on and tells us, verse 3, Philippians 3, uh, 2, verse 3. It says, let nothing be done through strife and what? Grain glory. But in the low, that's the harmonious of the mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. See, that's another thing we got to learn to do. We got to learn how to esteem others better than ourselves and stop wanting Everybody to look at me, look at me, look at me. See, we don't teach that here. Amen. We don't teach that here. You know why we don't teach that here? You just saw it. Let nothing be done in strife and vain glory. Having the same love, you know. But in the lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. That means you got to put self out the way, right? Somebody say teamwork. teamwork. We do it like a team. The body works as a team, right? Amen. Right, right. When I say hand reach and grab this, hand don't, oh, I ain't going to do it. When I say feet go, 
Head talking to the feet. Feet don't buck. If you got something bucking on your body, you got a handicapped body. If you got something bucket in your spirit, you got a handicapped spirit. All right. Come on, preacher. Mm-hmm. 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 You handicapped when you know you ought to and you don't. That's a handicap. You handicap. We call it, you flicked it. You, you got an ailment. You know, you crippled. You know, you understand what I'm saying? But what I like about Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth was crippled, but when God brought him to the table of David, he sat there with the king in his crippleness, but he couldn't see it no more. See, that's what Jesus did for us. He took our handicap, he took our crippleness, and he sat us at the table of the king. And whatever your situation is now, see, it don't even exist no more because you ain't even supposed to be seeing it. So why you keep reaching back to it? You keep reaching back to that old crazy, insane, handicapped way of life. It ain't been working, and you're still going down through there. Like it's, the bridge is still out. They don't fix that bridge. That's a bridge that will never be fixed. So don't go down through there. Because every time you go, every time I've gone down through there, I got my head budget, so I figured what go for me, go for you. You ain't no better than me. So if it busts my head, it busts yours too, right? But just keep coming back with the old knot on your head. I got some more. Just keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? Just keep coming back. You know? Love. Just keep coming back. That's all you got to do. Verse 4 said, Look not every man on his own things. But every man also on the things of others. Because 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3 and 4, it tells us that God is the God, uh, Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And he comforts us in our tribulations and suffering so that we can comfort others. This is my body which is broken for you. As God has comforted me and as God has comforted you now that we've overcome some things, now we can help somebody else be confident according to the word of God here in 2 Corinthians 1, verse 3 and 4. But it says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Now watch what's going on here. Listen close. Listen close. Listen close what's going on here now. You need to listen. Because God wants to show you something. Didn't that word say, let this mind be in you? That's in who? So that means whatever Christ thought, we supposed to thought, right? Is that right? Watch the next verse. Now, did, did see, this what tear religious folk up right here. Now, watch it now. Look at verse 6. I want everybody to see it. It says, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now that's a heavy statement there. Now he just said, let this mind be in you that's in Christ. And then he turned right around and said, who being in the form of God, thought, thought that it would not be robbery to be equal with God. And he just said, now I want you to think the same way. Wait a minute. Sounds blasphemous to me. To the religious folk. 
You understand what I'm saying? For me to be equal with God? Wait a minute. It just said now, let this mind. You read it for yourself. I don't care nothing about your religion. Read it for yourself. It say, let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. Verse 5. Does it say it? Amen. 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 And then it goes on and says, who thought it not robbery? Thought. Where did thought come from? It came from the mind of Christ, didn't it? Didn't it say let you have the same mind? So you ought to think that too then, right? Huh? <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to get you up there. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just trying to open you up. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm trying to do for you. But I'm going to give you some understanding. I ain't going to leave you hanging. I ain't going to leave you hanging. Don't worry about it. He said, thought he not Robert to be equal with God. See, that word equal, what threw him off? Right there. Just like that word several last week. In the Greek, it means one. But in English, it means several. See, you, you understand? Equal in the English. See, this is why these English versions that mess your head up. See, that's why we teach you how to study the Bible here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where you can understand right. what the word really says, you know. But some of us, most of us, so lazy, we, we won't even take time to do it. You know what I'm saying? We keep on taking this old watered-down religion they got out here. Tell your neighbor, and we flip it like it's all that. You need to get a word. You need to get some understanding. That's what you need. If you want to grow in this fight, if you want God to really help you, you need to get a word. The word here is equal with God. That's what throw everybody off, right? It threw you off, didn't it? I can't be equal with God. Didn't that challenge you, didn't it? Even though you read it, it still challenged you, didn't it? How many more did that challenge? Tell the truth. It challenged you, didn't it? For those of you that looked in the Bible to see it challenged you. It put a challenge on your life. How can this be? i tell you how it be. When you look at the word equal in the Greek, the original text, that word equal means to be in agreement with. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So now you understand that he thought it not robbery to be in agreement with God. You Amos 3.3 3 say, now how can two walk together unless they agree? You see how, how, how it makes sense? You see, this is why in order to hear, you got to have a preacher. And in order for him to preach, he got to be sent. Because if he just went on his own, you know, if he made himself an apostle, if he made himself a prophet, if she made herself a prophetess, you know what I'm saying? They even got what they call master prophets out. I ain't even seen that in the book. Where that come from? Master prophet. You know, where that come from? You know, you know, you don't lost your mind. But what I'm saying is, is that if you understand what the words mean, then you will understand what God is saying. You see? Now let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, church. This is a journey. And some of us in here are way further along this journey than others, the spiritual journey. I don't expect you to catch up to this in one day. It's going to take some time. If you still out there, if you still caught up on all your troubles, if you still caught up on all your hangups, if you still caught up on what your uncle did to you back yonder or whoever, you know, then, then, then you know you got a long way to go. So just keep coming back. Because the word of God will begin to replace that. 
Don't give up so easy now. You see, you might not feel it today, but you just keep coming back. This thing will work on you. It takes time for this thing to work on you. You understand what I'm saying? And he that endure to the end shall be what? Say. But, he say now, my heart don't take no pleasure in those that start this thing and then draw back. See, I don't take no, that the word of God say now, God say, I don't take no pleasure in you. Don't you put your hand to the plow and then look back, looking crazy. <laughs> you going to look back. And you don't put your hand. The Bible say, if you put your hand to the plow and look back, you're not even worthy of the kingdom of God. That means that you are infidel. Come on. Boy, I know I'm tearing some tail up in here this morning. I know that. No, the word is. I, I'm just doing what God tells me to do. Because people need to know. Stop playing game. You either in or out. Stop playing game. So you, you know, Applejack. He was on crack. He jumped in, but he couldn't jump back. You understand what I'm saying? You got to understand that you just can't go around fooling with any and everything. And that dollar bill, that thing will mess you up. You'll be running at it. And it's telling you, like I told you before, in God we trust. It's got on it. Don't you trust in me, but you're still trusting in it. You sold much, but you reap little. He said you build it up. The book, the book of Hosea, I believe. It said you built it up, but God blew on it. Where did it go? It took wings. You can't catch air. You ever try to catch air? You ever try to catch a butterfly with your hand? You will run yourself to death. You know, it's the same way it is with that dollar bill. You be chasing that thing, that thing, and God just said, look at it. Just look at it. And you be just hitting your head all up against everything. You know what I'm saying? When all you got to do is use some simple Everything in here teaches you how to use money. Hello. Amen. And then you get money, and, and instead of you doing what you're supposed to do with it, all of a sudden you start dreaming. <laughs> you start dreaming when you get a dollar. It was all right before you got That's why God don't let everybody be millionaires. Why would God give you a load? See, that's why them prophets be telling lies on TV. Everybody, God ain't going to bless everybody like that. Why would God give you something that you ain't ready to have? Think about it. Think about it. Now, if you get ready and get in position, he'll do it for you. But he knows that just as soon as he give you a little bit, you go to dreaming. Dream, oh God, you go to dreaming. And next thing you know, you done got yourself in a hell of a position because of your own imagination. And that's what money will do. Am I in the house this morning? So with money, you got to have wisdom, right? Call a fool and his money will soon depart. Ain't that the word of God? Hello. Woo-wee. Boy, ain't God good Amen. that he would tie our tail up like this? Ain't he good? Amen. Now, if you take the chastisement, then God say, I receive you as a son. But now, if you buck the chastisement, God say, you a bastard. That's what the words say. That's what the words say. If you don't know the word, go up in there and look at it. It'll tell you. It's in there. It's been there. It'll be there. It ain't going nowhere. Amen.
So don't get mad. Get glad. Verse 7. But he made it. So the first thing we got to do is that we've got to think that it's not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, we got to be in agreement with God if we want to get help from God. Amen? Are y'all with me? This is my body, which was broken for you. The next thing we got to do is, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself. This is the second thing you got to do. A form of a servant. You got to learn how to serve one another. Philippians 2, verse 7. The second thing we got to learn how to do is how to serve one another. Amen? Are, we, are, are, are you with me? Amen? And was made in the likeness of men. See? Now God that made himself in the likeness of men. In the book of Genesis, God made man in the likeness of him. Now he reversed the order. In order to get us back to where we're supposed to be. You see what's happening here, don't you? He came in the likeness of men. But he made us in the likeness and the image of him, didn't he? Verse 8 says, And being found in the fashion of a man, this is the third thing you got to learn how to do. First thing, you got to be in agreement. Next thing, you got to be a servant. And then number three is, you got to learn how to be humble. He humbled himself. See, see, James 4.10 tells us, if you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, he will lift you up. He will lift you up. Not you yourself, but he will lift you up. Two more scriptures and I'm done. Well, two more places. Let's go drop down to verse 14. Are you there? The word of God says, do all things without murmuring and disputing. Now, boy, that'll tap a household, won't it? Anybody been doing that this week? Don't raise your hand. That's a private matter. But I suspect that there's been some... <laughs> I better go. Huh? Is it safe down here? Okay, I'm gonna come on down. It say that I do it without murmuring. And what's that other word? Disputings. Cause see, I've seen him come up in here just fired up on Sunday morning. Supposed to be coming to praise God. You look at him and all hell be on. <laughs> I said, it comes to serve the Lord like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't say nothing, but I see it. Okay, okay, maybe they'll get better by the time they hear the word. And they usually do. For how long, I don't know, but they usually get a little better. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I'm spirits, man. That thing be rough on Sunday morning, don't it, sometimes? <laughs> it just seemed to jump on you on Sunday morning. Just, 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 just the whole household just get crazy, you know, try to disrupt you. Before you, before you get to hear the word of God, you know what I'm saying, you know. And by the time you get up down here, you meet them on to kill something, you know what I'm saying. And now you got to repent, you know, you got to go through all that again. God, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to do better, but I don't know how to do better because I keep doing this. Y'all, I must be hitting real good. The Holy Ghost must be hitting real good up in it. But anyway, it tells us because what will happen is, is that we'll bring that same spirit up in here and then we'll start doing it with each other. You see what I'm saying? See, it's contagious. What happened is it just, it leaves from home. First it starts in the individual. Then it starts with those that are in the household, you know. 
and, and get them all out of whack. And then that, that spirit just gets in the car with you and come on to church. And then, you know, everything exploded then. You know, the rug ain't right. Curtains ain't right. You know, all kind of things. Sally ain't right. You know, Billy gone. You know, all kind of crazy stuff. Just any and everything comes into play then. Everything becomes magnified. You know, and, and we don't want to do that, you know. So we got to learn how to not do things with murmuring and strife. You know, we're doing good. The next thing is in verse 15, that ye may be blameless and harmless. The sons of God, that word sons, that we know that is a builder of God in the earth, right? That's the builder of the family of God. That's what we are. Without rebuke. Now, he tells us that we ought to be blameless and harmless. The builders of God, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst, while we're in the midst of a what kind of? And a perverse nation. Now, need I say more about America? I don't think I need to say no more about that crooked and perverse nation. See, we are in the midst of it, just like in Second Peter 2, 7, where Lot was down there in Sodom and Gomorrah, and his soul was vexed constantly because of what was going on. Well, that's the way Christians are in this world today, especially in places like America and where America has infiltrated they are vexed with all kinds of stuff. But God tells us to remain blameless in the midst of, and harmless, <coughs> in the midst of a crooked and a perverse nation, God says we are still to remain blameless and harmless because this is my body, which was broken for you. And we are that body, and we've been broken for one another. So that, see, because that's what it's going to take for us to make it through this life with joy and happiness and assistance. You see, no man is an island unto himself. No man. No man is an island unto himself. So, and whom ye shine as lights in the world. I want you to go one place. Matthew 14, and I'm through. The book of Matthew, verse 14. Bible tells us to remain blameless and harmless in a crooked and perverse nation. And it tells us that we're the light. Matthew 5.14 says that you are the light of the world. In other words, we are the light of the world. And a light that's placed on a hill, it can't be here, can it? Huh? So what God has done... It goes right back to our world outreach. He has put us as a light on a hill. Amen? And being a light on a hill, our light has to be the way that it's supposed to be. Right or wrong? Ain't that, ain't that the way it's supposed to be? So our light has to be shining at all times. You understand what I'm saying? And you've got to understand that it, it takes a cool head to win a hot game. And that we're in a hot game. And because our light is on a hill, we got a lot of haters, y'all. We got a lot of haters. You know? But we ain't got time to be worrying about no haters. You understand what I'm saying? Because Jesus had them things too. 
Them things just come with the program. Them haters, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got nothing good to say. You know? And they try to get you to say bad things about a good thing. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? See, it takes a fool to go and talk about negative where you're getting fed at. Oh, that don't sound right to me. That don't sound right to me now. Do that sound right to you? Your little children right there. Now, they they, going to go and talk negative about, you know what I'm saying? And you feeding them, and you taking care of them, and you look, you understand what I'm trying to say? That don't add up, do it. Well, then it don't add up to the church either. God's people doing it. If this is your local assembly, then you ought to push it all the way. Because God doesn't push it anyway. Without, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't did it anyway. So you might well join. Get in with this thing. You know? Because if God is doing what he's doing in such a magnificent way that he's doing it, don't you know that if you're in position... That that flow is bound to flow down on you. The oil ran off Aaron's head down, all the way down. All you got to do is get in position. But now you can't be over here or 